Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. When you hear the word assess, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, if you're like me, I think of a test. And certainly that, that's what assess means, to test something. But what are we testing it for? Well, we're to find its quantity or of its value or something that we're actually measuring. We need an accurate description of what assess means so that we can better understand how to apply it. So Webster's Online Dictionary says to determine the importance, size, or value of something. Makes sense. But how do we apply that in our daily lives? How do we apply it in what we do, what teams do, what organizations do? And how does that relate to the health of an organization? or the vitality, which is the energy of an organization. Which really brings us to the question, what is assessing? How many decisions do you think the average person makes in one day? If you guessed or if you knew that that number is a staggering 25,000 to 30,000 decisions every day, then you'd be right. Think about that. That is a lot of decisions every day. But there's something else that goes hand in hand with every one of those decisions. Before every decision is made, we assess what we know about that so that we can try to make our best decision. Every time that happens, 25 to 30,000 times a day, we are assessing what we know about the situation to try and make our best decision. And it may be as simple as, you know, do I go brush my teeth first or do I go put my clothes on first or what, what do I do? Those seem simple, but those add up over the day. Your brain is constantly at work making decisions and assessing things. To the point, and you may have experienced this like I have at times, when you're deeply into a large project or something very important or there's, there's a very intense situation going on in your life, sometimes it's hard to go to sleep at night. We talk about turning off our brain or doing something to, to stop the constant mental processing that's going on. Well, that's what's going on. We're constantly looking ahead, trying to figure out how to make things work, make things come out the way we want to. We're assessing what we know. And when we get stuck in loops, when we end up in kind of an endless cycle, is when we're assessing with no new information. Because we're just going over the same ground over and over again. If we're making that many decisions on a daily basis, multiply that by the number of people in an organization. And you can start to get a sense of there's a whole lot going on in a team or an organization with this whole concept of 
assessing things so that we can make our best decisions, take our best actions. So from an individual or a team or an organizational context, the ability to assess well is a critical skill. And defining what assess well means, it means we're doing it effectively. We're doing it in a way that doesn't waste extra time and energy and focus. Otherwise, if we don't do that well, decisions are made and actions are taken that don't give us the outcomes we want. They're suboptimal results. When we talk about assess, there are so many different forms of assessments. It could simply be, I'm going to look around today at my team and assess how every person is doing. What is their level of emotional burden? What is their current performance against goals? There are so many different ways we can look at utilizing assessments. And assessments don't have to be a well-validated psychological assessment, although I use those pretty much every day and have for the past 30-plus years. They can be as simple as lifting your head up and looking around and seeing what's going on and then put into play that OODA loop, that observe, orient, decide, act. That process that allows us to assess, to gather information. Observation is the ability to gather information. And then orientation, we observe, we orient. Orientation is figuring out what does that mean? Then we can make a decision and take an action. And in fast-paced situations, that's a wonderful process to use. That's another kind of assessment. So assessments come in all shapes and sizes, in all forms. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of the psychological assessments here in a few minutes. But now let's focus in on why do we want to assess things? It would appear obvious that getting better information or better data would aid in us making better decisions. And I know that to be true. We've used a phrase for many years, better data, better decisions. Let's get good data that we can utilize to make our best decisions. All of that is focused around a process of assessing. Now, Unfortunately, the truth is most people, most teams, and most organizations just don't have a well-defined assessment process or set of tools. And when I say process, it's probably multiple processes. What happens when you do not have these important assessment resources? Well, first, gaps are not discovered. And we know what happens when there's gaps that we don't see. It's easy for those to cause real problems. Performance is inconsistent. Talent is hired that is not the right fit. Teams continue to be dysfunctional. Culture suffers. Organizations lack vitality or energy. And accountability tends to be low when 
we don't have good measures, good ways to assess what's going on with individuals, with teams, and with the organization as a whole. So why wouldn't everyone just invest in good assessment resources? I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, right? Well, probably because it takes time and effort to explore these, to figure out what to do. And honestly, people are already at capacity, or at least they feel like they're at capacity. They just don't have a lot of bandwidth to add much else to their plate. But what if you did? What if you took the time to create a really good set of assessment processes and tools? Well, I can tell you what the answer to that would be. You'd end up with what we call a liberating structure. What is a liberating structure? It is a structure that frees up time, energy, and focus for more valuable efforts instead of repeating the same steps over and over in an endless loop. Have you ever been in a situation where you've just stopped and said, wait a minute, we're fixing the same problem we fixed last week or last month. We just keep fixing the same problem. We never really resolve it. We never create a long-term solution. And that is because assessment is missing. Good data is missing to help us come up with a root cause And root cause analysis, that's another great assessment. How do we identify what the root cause of an issue is so that we can actually do something about it for the long term? All of these are different ways to look at what assessing is and the benefits that it can bring. So this is where we get into kind of a focus of Okay, so how do we start to build that bridge? How do we move from where we are today, which is everybody's working hard, everybody's trying to get things done. Most people I know are short uh, of talent. They're short people in their organization. That means others are having to pick up more and more. Uh, There's so much pressure on people in the employment marketplace right now The old models, frankly, do not work. And here's why I want to take a quick side trip and talk about that. I do a lot of executive coaching and leadership coaching. In that process, I am hearing the same type of question over and over and over again. And that question is, the old ways of doing things don't seem to work. What can we do? And that is an awesome question. People have already answered the first part of it. You can't count on the old ways of doing things because they are not working like they used to. That means we need to assess what can we keep from the old ways of doing things, the old business models, the ways we're used to, the things that we've done for years, What can we keep? What do we need to get rid of? What do we need to bring in that's new? That is one way to assess what is going on in your efforts, in your team efforts, and in your organizational effort 
because we do live in a, in a new reality. And I know everybody uses that term, but it is the truth. So if we want to not just survive, but if we want to thrive in this new reality, we have got to have a constant process of good assessing so that we get good information. Why? Because things are changing so quickly that we need to upgrade our information as fast as possible. Many things lag behind the pace of change. Good information, it takes time to get that. We have to assess. Trust is another thing that lags behind the pace of change, the pace of trust, the pace of getting good data. So we have to be proactive and take initiative to ensure that we are continually bringing clarity. And that's a key phrase. Assessments or assessing should bring clarity. From clarity comes direction. From direction comes the ability to move forward, where you can start to resource people, where you can start to train and equip them. Here's another thought, very simply. If you don't assess current reality, how will you ever know how to prepare for the future? You've got to have somewhere to start so that you can get an understanding of how to best prepare yourself, your teams, your organization for the future. That's what we're going to talk about next. Remember my question, why wouldn't everyone invest in a great assessment set of resources? The answer is fairly simple. It may very well be there's not enough time, energy, and focus to, to really spend on that, which is a shame because doing that would actually free up a lot of time, energy, and focus. But most of the time, where people and teams and organizations get stuck is they get stuck around, we don't know how to do that. And I get it. Unless you live that life like I do every day and working with hundreds of different clients, you wouldn't really necessarily know what works, what doesn't work, how should we assess that, what tools should we use for this. And that's where I want to focus now. Let me give you an example of something that I'm dealing with that you probably are too. Every day, I get several emails and or LinkedIn messages from marketing people who want to help grow my business. And I get those every day of the week, literally every day of the week, every month, and probably two to three of those a day. Well, now I have hundreds of different people telling me they have the magic bullet. If I want to grow my business, I need to be working with them. Two things I want to say, and this is a little bit of a side trip, but I think it's important. The first thing that is directly related to what we're talking about is there's so much information and input out there 
how in the world do you know what works and what doesn't or which direction you should go? I totally understand that. The second part of that is most of that communication to me is them assessing their needs. They need to make a sale. They need to get another client. They need and fill in the blank. It is extremely rare that I have someone who is assessing my needs. It's literally all about them, which is terrible sales and not great marketing either. But bottom line, this is what we deal with. So back to our focus on where do we take this? How do we assess? How do we build the right resources? Remember that phrase I used earlier, which is, if you want to prepare for the future and equip people and teams to have a competitive advantage, to do more than just survive, but to thrive, you've got to assess current reality. And that comes in many different forms. So let's talk about how we do that and and how we get unstuck. So just a few examples. Let's just do it that way. Put in place a quarterly assessment comparing goals and KPIs with progress. Now that sounds like performance management, right? Which of course it is, but don't get lost in the quote performance management program or system. If you get lost in the program or system, you miss the important data that comes out of that. If there are gap areas, then you can identify, is it a resourcing issue? Do we not have the right talent or skills? Uh, Do we lack practices of accountability? Are people just not engaged in being accountable? Or is equipping and training needed? Well, you're not going to know that unless you assess how things are matching up, performance, achievement of goals and KPIs against the expectations, and watching progress along the way. Again, that's how we get clarity on the direction we should go, because most people I know have limited resources. There may be some out there that have no limit to their resources. I have yet to meet that individual, but they may be out there. Here's a second thing to think about. Talk about what assessing processes can be put in place. What about integrating pre-hire assessments into the hiring process? Pre-hire assessments will give you information you cannot get anywhere else. The best way I've ever heard it described It's the same information you would learn about an individual if you worked with them for a year or two, but you get it before you hire them. How much of an advantage do you think that would be? I think it's a huge advantage, and and I know because I see it. This is what we do for people almost every day. Provide them with deeper and better insights through pre-hire assessments so they can make their best decisions. And think about this. You have a unique team, a unique organization that has its own culture. It's got its own way of doing things. So if you just go out there and try to pick people by skill set or experience, 
How well are they going to fit the dynamic of the team? How well are they going to fit the culture of the organization? Guess what? You can actually find those things out through pre-hire assessments. And that is a huge advantage to people who use that. We have a process we call talent matching. I think that actually came from one of our clients. Uh, Thank you to my friend Chris, one of our clients who who gave me that, that title or that label of talent matching. And that's really spot on because whether we're helping somebody just evaluate or I probably should say assess their hiring practices or whether we're just doing the whole thing for them, either way, it's all about getting the right fit. How in the world do you know if you have the right fit? You guessed it. Assessing. Psychological assessments that are well-validated, that are brought by a certified assessment professional like myself, and that's not enough. The internal assessments that you would do in a hiring process, we call those interviews. We call those meeting with the team. We call that a a challenge, a hiring challenge, meaning it is a project we ask a candidate to do to see how they think how they organize, how they solve problems. There are so many neat ways to assess candidates to see if you can find the right fit. Here's another way. Individual and team performance can be measured in a variety of different ways. And obviously what we recommend is a forward-looking coaching process. I'm not real high on the old annual evaluation thing. I think it just has too many gaps, too many pitfalls, really doesn't achieve the desired outcomes. We train organizations to use a process of quarterly expectations and weekly touch points, coaching sessions. By the end of the quarter, there are no surprises. The expectations are looked at every week, not the goals for the quarter, but what are the expectations every week to eventually reach those quarterly goals? And then if there are gaps in training or equipping or resourcing, then those are identified very quickly and people are not left out just to figure it out on their own. And a lot of people won't say anything. They figure they just have to do their job with what they've been given. And there's so many positives to that kind of an approach. Um, Another thing you can do with teams and even organizations and leaders for that matter, we use an amazing toolkit called Vital Signs. It comes from Six Seconds. It is the only set of tools that I have found that is real-time, actionable data on leaders, teams, and organizations. And it covers the five primary areas of success. Trust, change, execution, teamwork, motivation. Those are the same ones for all three of those areas, leaders, teams, and organizations. And this is true, actionable data. We even use it yearly with some of our clients to watch their progress and to set developmental goals. Developmental goals are notoriously hard to set, but when you have good data through 
good assessments that have been validated, you can do that. Here's another way to look at assessing. Revenue generation is the lifeblood of any organization. Assessing where you are in revenue generation is the first step. Think of this as a two-phase process. The second step is assessing the sales team to understand where their gaps are, what their developmental needs are, so we can accelerate success. And that's where I have created a unique, to my knowledge, there is no other sales assessment out there that leverages neuroscience, proven neuroscience, to show how people are influencing others in real time. If you understand how a salesperson is showing up to influence others and close sales in real time, I mean, we measure it today, we measure it again in 30 days, it'll be a little different, but we can watch and track and develop to a very specific set of competencies or what we call success factors. Those are just a few different ways to assess, and they're not all psychological assessments. Sure, that's a big part of what we do. We believe in these firmly. I have seen them work extremely well for people over the years, 30 plus years for that matter. Assessing is testing in many different ways. It can take many different forms. So back to that daily decisions that you're making, those 25 to 30,000 daily decisions. Think of the different ways that you test every one of those decisions before you make them. Maybe you don't on some of them, and I think we all do that because they don't have much value, and that's fine. The outcome isn't that important. That's okay. That's a test in itself. You're assessing the value of that outcome. So we do it constantly. Here's the key. How we do our assessing is what's important. How you find out more good data to get clarity, to set direction, to move forward. That's the key. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior and performance in the workplace. We also love hearing your suggestions and ideas. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please send us an email at info at gscfit.com. For more information and inspiration, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course our website, eqfit.org.